All right, welcome everybody. This is our third podcast. This is Real Estate by the Numbers. They never add up with our host, Harry Spore, and I am co-host Hannah Boatwright. Yes. And today we have a special guest. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Missy Spore is going to be with us today. So we're so excited. Are we, how are you feeling about the third podcast? I'm feeling great about the third podcast. I'm just not having the best day. I mean, I've been basically pumped up on cold medicine all morning long. So, <laughs> But we'll make it. We'll make it through. You got some Dayquil, hopefully, maybe. I, I don't even know what I've taken today. It's, it's, I don't either. Well, look, they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out at the <laughs> hospital, I guess. If you overdosed on it, they'll, I'm sure they'll pull blood samples for the autopsy. So. Okay, so last week we ended with property management, superior property management, the downfall of the market, um, as Missy says, the market correction. Um, and so that's where we're going to pick back up as you guys becoming or getting more into real estate and then becoming a part of Weikert. So right. however you wanna you wanna start and Missy, you jump in. No, okay. no, 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 wait. <laughs> it's just a fair disclaimer. <laughs> this is a husband and wife team, so Missy's in here also, so we'll be talking over each other. I'll moderate. You moderate. If you could just like point at one of us, we could go from there. Okay. So, Missy, you, you cool with those rules? Okay. Now see they don't see the nod of the head on the podcast. <laughs> We have to have verbal acknowledgement. Do you know? Have you pointed to me yet? Yes. Oh, you there you go. Ahead. She's, she's, she's going to play. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yes, I'm going to play. So the okay. question was, is how we went from the market correction. Yes. Uh, we, we've already discussed how we developed the, the management company side. And now we are going to talk about getting into Weikert. Yes. When did you guys go from, and Missy, you can answer this. When did you guys go from really just property management and then kind of taking on real estate or had you done a little bit of real estate the whole time or did you just really start picking up real estate? So uh, we've always been realtors. That's never changed. You have to be a licensed realtor to do any form of property management if you don't own the property. And so there, you know, for a long time, I, I think y'all covered before we were in new home construction, before we did property management. Yes. So, so moving forward, uh, a lot of t a lot of folks didn't understand that we were we were realtors and that we all we were skilled and uh, capable of helping sellers and buyers. Um, uh, so what we started to do was we created SPM Real Estate. We wanted to take the property management portion of the name of our company out so that folks would, would understand that we were here to help them uh, do what we've always done best, and that's assist sellers and buyers uh, in the market. And so we started with uh, SPM Real Estate, um, and, and that's where we started before we, we uh, developed or decided to, to go with Weikert. I'm, I'm that's true. You'll yeah. better be able to explain why we, we did the Weikert side, but we were doing fairly well uh, with the SPM real estate, but we, we were not recruiting very, very many people. And we figured out quickly that new realtors need training. Mm. And so we were trying to figure out, you know, how we were going to go about doing that. And I think that's where someone came and approached, we've been approached quite a few times by quite a, a few companies, and you can talk to them about All right. that. And so, told you. so I guess probably around six or seven years ago we really tried to go back and started focusing again on buyers and sellers type scenario 
and we had basically had ourselves tagged as superior property management. Yeah. And so that didn't kind of tell the tale of what we were trying to do. So we went ahead and started calling ourselves SPM Real Estate. And since it's SPM, you can call it a multitude of things. So we started to call it like uh, superior property marketing. And then we started the sales aspect out oh, of that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it will. Do we got to go back to that part? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. So anyway, <laughs> we actually called it Scooter Plus Missy for a little while within the last, <laughs> within the last six months or so. They were like, what does that even stand for? So anyway. That's funny. But uh, we, we started going back into traditional type real estate and we had about four agents mm-hmm. and uh, we'd get one, lose one kind of scenario. We weren't out there actually actively looking for agents. We were pretty much taking care of everything ourselves in-house. Um and at that time, our office was on Airline Road, and we had a multitude of different franchises come to us. Uh, and, and if any of those people that work for those franchises, let me just tell you, the people that are selling your franchises, let them. Let me give you a sales tip. Don't walk through the door like they did and go, guess what we do better than you? Hmm. And I don't know why that kept coming across that way, but the bigger companies would come in and they'd say, Harry, Missy, guess what we do better than you? And I'm, I'm like, uh... No. Survive. That didn't work out real well for you because we did. Uh, uh, but Wiker came through the door and actually asked, what is the problem that you're having that we can help you with? Mm. And, of course, that's what everyone should have said, but yeah. they didn't. But um, And it made us kind of focus on, well, what is our biggest problem as far as real estate is concerned and having new agents? And the truth was is it, w- it was training. Yeah. I mean, me and Missy have got, uh, you know, 15, 20 years worth of experience in real estate but to basically explain that to somebody that's just sitting across the desk from you, how to do, what to do, when to do, uh, kind of scenarios, uh, we actually would just have the agents hang out with us for, you know, first three or six months and say, you know, did you watch everything that I did? I hope this works out real well for you and <laughs> kind of push them along. So, and it's also the time aspect of, yeah, I mean, you've you got to continue working. You right. can't. Just sit down and say, okay, yeah. Yeah. For the next couple months, I'm just going to sit here and tell you everything you need to do. Yeah. And, I'm, and, 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 and keep the lights on. Yeah. And keep the lights on. Yeah. That was hard enough as it was. Um, but with Weikert, they have just such a good training system that you actually can put brand new agents that's never done anything before. And they can follow the systems uh, and how to do. Uh, and get yourself started in real estate, and it's usually extremely productive that way. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you got the both of us that they can fall back on. We're here to answer all the questions and kind of decipher the problems because never a real estate transaction is never the same. There always is something new going on in a real estate transaction, and there's no training tools out there that can prepare you from every little problem that happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is, there, there, is no, there is no transaction that is the same. So, right. So, uh, but I, I did want to back up a little bit regarding our the beginnings of Weikert and us making a decision. Harry actually spent quite a, a lot of time talking with the the folks that they sent down at different levels, all you know, quite a high level about them wanting us to come on board. And, and Harry really believed in that. He thought that this was going to give him the tools that we needed to provide uh, anyone that wanted to jump on board with us. They the, the tools for success they had. But I was not convinced at all. I thought, why? Why do we need this? We've done it this long. We survived this. Uh, you know, I don't understand why we would need to spend this extra income uh, on, on investing in these folks. And so, at some point, uh, they invited us to come to New Jersey and see their actual 
their university yeah. on oh. the campus and uh, uh, Morristown, New Jersey, and he, Harry couldn't make the trip, and I didn't want us to sign up unless we actually went down there, and I had to see it for myself. Yeah. I had to feel it. I wasn't feeling it yet. I don't know why. So I got on a plane and went down there by myself and spent two days uh, with them and met quite a few people and a lot of, uh, of realtors and other folks from across the country that were signing up with Weikert at the time, and we spent a lot of time talking about the different things that we were trying to accomplish within our own small firms. And one of the biggest things that, that impressed me was the, the lead center. They have a, an actual lead center um, on campus where you have educated real estate uh, people that work and take phone calls from all over the world regarding real estate. And they ask questions that, are, uh, that help scrub those leads so when they pass it on to you, uh, they're making sure that the leads are valuable for, mm-hmm. for, with, for your time. So. In essence, you better not miss that call because they're, they're sticklers about all the work they've done to pass that on to you. You need to make sure that you actually uh, uh, facilitate and take care of that client. But anyway, short of, short of it is, uh, I was extremely impressed because I got to walk around and actually listen to them myself and hear how they were handling the leads. So once I had that trip and uh, I, made, I made that trip, I called Harry and I said, I'm on board. I support you 100%. This is the right thing for us to do. And uh, uh, then Harry actually went back and, and said, you know, we've got a, a team already that, that believe in us and they have a lot of questions about why we've chosen you and you're going to have to come down and do a, a presentation before we sign anything with the entire team because we're going to make this decision together. Yeah. They've never done that before from what I was Really? Told. That's true. Yeah, when, when a franchise... Uh, when when a broker when a broker buys into a franchise, a national franchise, they are very very strict about letting the the affiliates, the agents underneath, uh, know about the transa- uh, transition that's getting ready to happen. They want you to go through all of their classes. They want you to sign all of their paperwork and basically lock you in. And then they come in and they do this little show to the agents and say. Uh, you know, your owners have decided to get into this national franchise. Uh, this is how this is going to work, and so on and so forth. Well, I thought, me and Missy both thought, we didn't want it to go down like that. We wanted our agents to understand up front exactly what we were getting ready to do. Uh, and we refused to sign any of the paperwork until they came down and did that entire scenario where they explained how it was going to break down and how. Uh, how the commissions were going to work, what they were going to do for us as far as marketing, what they were going to do for us as far as education. And we've decided that the agents had to decide. Well, they helped make the the decision. Yeah, they helped make the decision if we wanted to move forward with this. And if I would have had, you know, 50% of the agents turn around and say, look, we don't want to be a part of this, then we'd have probably walked. But we had a strong 95% of the agents uh, that we had at that time, which was about seven or eight mm-hmm. uh, at that point, they were they were all on board. They were starving for the training. They mm-hmm. were starving for the structure. Yeah, which was which also instigated uh, our decision because uh, we had people that came on board with us just because they they liked Harry and I. They liked the things that we were doing and they yeah. wanted to be part of our team. But it, it became very clear that the the people that, that we were attracting as realtors were highly talented and deserved the training that we did not have. And, and we knew we needed to do something for them um, quickly because they were doing so well and we wanted, we wanted them to continue to do so. And, and it's the best thing we ever, 
Absolutely. I, th- I think the Wiker decision was a great decision, to be honest really with is. you. Well, and I know, I mean, I personally have friends who got into real estate, and that's exactly what they said. It's, you know, it's overwhelming. What do I do? How do I navigate this? You know, the lack of training. And then also, I think the lack of team support, which is what, I mean, you clearly, Harry, just knocked that out of, out of the park just saying that you actually cared about what your realtors had to say about becoming a part of Wiker and more than that making that decision and I think that's huge because you know friends of mine usually the the owners or the franchise doesn't really it's like well that's not your decision you know you're a part of this right and so we'll make the decision and then you can you know be happy with it right (laughs) or you can go you know what the reason I think it went that way is because me and Missy have always been when we get ready to let agents come in and and join with the firm and stuff we we try to both talk to them we want people that are kind of like-minded you know there's no prima donnas around here you know nobody nobody says I'm the greatest and everybody should follow in my footsteps and uh, we all get along exceptionally well everybody plays well together and it's it's a great atmosphere we don't have any infighting going on between yeah. the agents or anything of that's that nature really, ever. That's super important because that, that was my biggest pet peeve was the philosophy that I picked up on when I went to New Jersey was the first thing I picked up was, was that no one was afraid to share ideas. No one was competing with anyone. And I've, for many, many, many years I've always told Harry, we've got to find somebody out of state that, that are like-minded that we can, we can share our experiences and ideas mm. with. Uh, and we never could find that person until we started with Wiker. And it's an amazing feeling to, to be able to share and to ask uh, advice from someone who truly does want your, to see you succeed. Yeah. So we wanted to take that same exact philosophy and implement that as a standard here in our office. And and we are very, that's our only real bottom line strict rule is there are no stinky, stinking thinking. Right. Uh, back even to when we talked about the beginning with you and Missy and when you first met and Missy just thought oh here comes the shark yes. right. I did that that Bless was actually it actually you know what and so that particular just, firm was designed to be that way yes so that's just crazy yes and we, never, and we worked in such a stressful now we'll say I'm very grateful for all the experience um, um, and all of the uh, opportunity that the other company gave us I, I could never thank them enough, but we wouldn't be here today for them if right. it weren't for them. Uh, but that environment at the time was very intense, and uh, it was all for one and one for all, and in, and a very hard way to work. It was actually all for one. All for one, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it, it, there was, there were, you know, you, they, they claimed to say that you had team, you know, you had a teammate or whatever, and that, and that just was not the case. And, right. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that that did not happen in this firm because that will, that actually uh, will ruin a, a very talented realtor. And, and Absolutely. It, it, it will make them not want to continue 
uh, helping other people in real estate because it's just too stressful with that regard. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing about why like she said, just to reemphasize, <clears throat> as brokers and owners and even affiliates, uh, affiliate agents, the, the cool thing is, is if you've got a great idea and you're not sure if it's actually going to work or not work or something of that nature, we can call anybody in the country and it's outside of our market. So they know that we're not actually competing with them at all. And they will say, that sounds fantastic. I might even try that here in my market. Mm -hmm. Or they might tell you, look, we tried that or part of that, and uh, that's not going to work, or this part is going to work. Uh, and it's awesome because I couldn't call another firm right here in town no, no and way. say, this is what I'm thinking about doing with <laughs> no. my marketing. What do you think? They, 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 like, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, and then go do it. And then yeah. they turn right around <laughs> and go do it. Yeah, yeah do exactly. that. That sounds really, really good. Just let me know how that works out for yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. What's really neat too, we went to what is called Management Academy, and it's a very intense week. We did it last last year in December. Yep. Uh, intense training for a broker and management um, of, of the firm. We're going to go back in April because you, 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 you can't go too many times. There's so much they put in your head. But we ran into uh, some highly successful brokers and Management Academy. And they shared some of the really neat ideas that we intend on implementing as well. Right. Where they would actually fly, like one would be from Kansas City and one would be, uh, I don't know, New Jersey. And they would pick a time during the year and one would fly and do the sales meeting with the, that person's team. Oh. The other broker would fly to New Jersey and do that sales meeting with their team. And uh, it would give the sales team a, a brand new perspective from a completely different broker. That's yeah. within awesome. the same, you know, company. In a different market, a different yes. culture. I mean, you know, absolutely. That's yes. really, really cool. Because you know, you can say just you can, you can teach and and you can stand up and do meetings and um, and have people you know believe in you. But if you realtors especially, they 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 need to be taught. They need to walk away with an inspiration or an idea, or they are not. They're going to check out. Yep. So these are the types of things that 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 we can do to keep them feeling inspired, have ideas, um, and educated. And it's, it's really funny. She talks about the guys flying or the, the brokers flying back and forth and do the other sales meetings. It is crazy, but uh, agents, once they've talked to their broker for six months or six years or however long they've been working for them, they become immune to them telling them mm. this is a good idea or you should do it this way or you should do it that way. But you bring in any third-party person that they've never seen before their entire life and all of a sudden, they're ninety-five percent on board with going. <laughs> yes. This this person came from Arkansas. He must know exactly what he's talking about. Like, and I just told you the same I, thing. exactly. I know. <laughs> it's like I, I've told you that five times over the last year. But all of a sudden, some third party walks in here and says it to you. And it's it's got to be the most golden revolution this, ever. We know this to be true because we were we were we, we were at fault for doing that ourselves when we were realtors and didn't have our own firm. Absolutely. You know, our salesman, <laughs> salesperson would tell us. Over and over and over again, the, the, the basics, what did he call them? The fundamentals. Yeah, the fundamentals. That, you know, it was constantly bringing the fundamentals back, and we were like, we already know, whatever, whatever. And then we go to Florida, and they'd get a, somebody to come in and talk to us and, and preach the fundamentals to us. And, and we were with notepads and paper and tape recorders and phones that take pictures of slides. <laughs> and then the sales manager just sitting there cross armed, like, okay. I just said this I just too said much. <laughs> <laughs> but heck, whatever works, it's all that matters, yeah. you know? It's just, it is. It's true. I mean, I, I could do a sales meeting on a Tuesday, and the agents would absorb 10% of what I was saying. 
I could probably write that down word for word and just get a 12-year-old to walk in and read it the next Tuesday and they'd look at him and go, you are amazing. What a prodigy you must be. Just start just writing it all down like, this is all new. This is great. But anyway, anyway. That, that's, that's the, just one of many things that uh, uh, we also hear recently. So we've, we've celebrated one full year. We launched in December, and uh, we just celebrated our anniversary. And uh, we've actually, we're on, we, uh, we made it to a, a leaderboard report for recruiting. Yes, we what? did. On a, perc- on a percentage basis, because we actually started, when we started, we had six registered agents, and now we have 23, I think it's 24 now. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. In 12 months. That is really awesome. That is awesome. And I'm glad that Weikert actually reads it by percentages in some case because the other leaderboard was just in sheer numbers. Mm. And one of them up in Nashville or something recruited 71 people in a quarter. It's it's crazy. (laughs) We we love that for them, though. Yeah. We we definitely, you know, talking about learning from uh, other, other teams, I recently, I never waste a trip, even if it's for fun. I recently went to a book signing. I took my niece to some book signing in Nashville. And while I was there, I pulled over and uh, went into one of the firms that's in Nashville, who is uh, extremely successful and on almost all the leader board reports as far as uh, success is concerned. And, uh, and I walked in there, and th- this is what it looked like. Uh, the co-owner, it's husband and wife team, she walked up to me. I, I know the look on her face because it's on my face every day too. I'm too busy for you, but I, I know I need to help you because you drove all the way and popped in on me. So I said, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to come in and say hi. And within five minutes, she showed me around the office. It was busy. It was exciting. Um, it gave me a lot of inspiration. And then right before I left, she handed me a, a schedule, a monthly schedule of all the different programs and uh, activities. training and activities that they do with their entire team and it's all planned out pre pre-planned each month. And she handed that to me oh, and wow. said, this is, this is what we do and how we implement and, and keep our team going. And so uh, right now we're working on 2019 and, and we're going to use that same idea. She's going to be right there by the phone to help us. If we have any questions that just That's does not awesome. happen anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, what did we cover today? <laughs> we covered really just going into Weikert. Um, okay. And I think you guys really covered it quite well. I'm sorry I took over um, the podcast. No, bit. that's... You're all right. You're, you're always welcome to be here whenever Absolutely. you want. We should, have, we should have had you on the first time when Harry was talking about how Not much he love he was with you and he and just he you know wooed what? you. And Absolutely. Wooed me. I wooed you. Yes, I said that. So... <laughs> Speaking of that, she didn't really listen to the whole first podcast where I was wooing her and stuff like that and how we met, and, but she heard the second podcast that we did, and she was just sitting there, just, I don't know, going, just that's she, not how that works. It, I was that's, shaking my head. I remember that Everybody completely different. Received, yeah, it's funny. I, we, did, we did remember things uh, a lot differently, differently. in some, some certain areas, but that's okay. You were right. You were close enough. I was close enough. I, I don't need to make any corrections. Are you sure? Yes. I thought that's why you were sitting here. You wanted to amend the record. No, I, I just wanted to, to help you make sure that, that we accurately accounted for uh, all accounted of those accounted actions. accounted my, my side as well. Absolutely. But, 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 but you're doing a great if job. If you would listen yeah, to both of them, I think the audience kind of knew, which is huge, by the way. We're killing it. Now. I know, killing um, it. But they, they actually knew that your name was Missy and we're a husband and wife <laughs> and all that other stuff. So, well, I, I, I knew that was the case. Uh, okay, it was I just, just a few little, little, little 
little tidbits of how this right. happened or that happened. Now, what you guys can be looking forward to is we're going to start bringing on some agents, um, talking about experiences. We're going to get some really good encouragement as well as um, expertise, not only from Harry and Missy, but from some other agents or some other people that we're going to bring on. So look forward to the next podcast. And When is our next podcast? It's going to be in two weeks. All right, let's, let's go ahead and say that the next podcast, we're going to concentrate on the big career day and career night that we're yes. going to be having come uh, because they we're going to start looking for agents that actually already have license okay. and that haven't been so successful to this point. Okay. And we're going to tr try to figure out how we can teach them to come over here and become way more successful. How that is awesome. And, and I think we'll concentrate on idea too. I think we should, we should add to this podcast. I didn't think we were taking ideas today. <laughs> well, I'm going to offer this one. Go right ahead. Publicly. Uh, I think it would be a great idea, Hannah, if, if you took uh, or had a, at least an opportunity to interview a few of our clients. Yes. And I think that uh, that will not be a problem at all. Yes. And so we're going to add that to the list. Absolutely. We're be discussing that would be awesome right. for sure. So podcast number four is going to concentrate on... The big career night. Which is December 27th. Which is December 27th. Right. Okay, so we'll and get see, it that's a great time to do it because it's two it days is. after Christmas. Exactly. People think they're busy the entire time, but they're not. Noon Christmas, they're all done. It's over. Or people are traveling. That's or true. Trapped. They're or trapped. Trapped. trapped with their family and that's yeah. possibly have somewhere to go. Yes. <laughs> yes. So just put your headphones in. Find us. We will we'll also do a review of the Christmas presents, whatever Missy gives me for Christmas. We're yes. going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna have an audience review all of that. Can we set this up where people call in? Okay. I'm kidding. I'd love to hear what people think you might deserve for Christmas. <laughs> or what people might think you're going to get her for Christmas. I've already got it. I got it for a birthday. I got it for Christmas. It was a big toy. It's huge. So. Okay. Anyway. All right. Thank right. you so much for allowing me to, to, to be you, today. Thank you for coming by. Yes, absolutely. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next time. Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And I'll... We'll talk to you before then. Sounds good. Bye. All right, bye. So we